You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Sexual truths. Some of you enjoy watching other people have sex, but you are afraid to admit that because of the judgment that's around that. What I hope to create in our OnlyFans with this podcast is where people are just free to express and explore who they are Without that self-judgment and without the thought of the judgment of others. That doesn't mean that you make reckless decisions. Absolutely not. Can I be honest with you? Some of the reckless decisions that you make is because of the judgments that you have within yourself. So you begin to move recklessly once all of that has built up. All the stuff you suppressed for so long now has built up. Now it's about to explode. So now the only way that it explodes, the only way that you explore it is through reckless behavior. What if you took away the recklessness of it and you just allowed yourself to freely explore what you desire to explore? Welcome to, welcome back to the MDI After Dark Podcast. I'm your host, your sex positivity coach, Clifton Pettyjohn. You can call me Cliff. But listen, I want to thank y'all for the love on the first two rounds of the MDI After Dark Podcast. This is your first time listening. We don't do episodes. We call our episodes rounds. So the first two rounds, I've gotten great feedback from. The numbers look great. And I just want you guys to continue to listen Continue to share, continue to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want the video of it, always subscribe to our OnlyFans. Our OnlyFans has the video version of the podcast as well as y'all some exclusive content. And you can ask those who are already subscribed. I don't know how you would ask them if they're going to admit that they're subscribed. We might got some people that don't want to admit that they're subscribed and we respect everybody's privacy but the content's been pretty fire and it's only getting better it's only getting better so again thank each and every one of you share this podcast with your friends your family your partner your partners share it with as many people as possible so that people understand that there is a podcast that's having positive raw conversations on 
every subject that's related to sex. And that's what I want to make sure that we do here. The name of our podcast, of course, is MDI After Dark. MDI stands for Multidimensional Intelligence. Okay? Multidimensional Intelligence. Each and every one of us are intelligent. We are intelligent beyond even our own understanding and belief. The problem is that sometimes we don't tap into that intelligence or because we measure our intelligence off of somebody else, we start to disrespect our intelligence. The fact that there are multi-dimensions to our intelligence show that inside of each and every one of us, there is more than meets the eye. I talk about that with transformation, but there's more than meets the eye. There's more than we give ourselves credit for. The key is that we begin to allow ourselves and open ourselves up to exploring those dimensions of who we are. One of those dimensions deals with sex, our sexual desires, uh, how we interpret what sex is, how we interpret what fulfillment is through sex. That is a dimension of each and every one of us. Some of us suppress that dimension like myself, I suppressed it for years and years and years, never allowing myself the freedom, not just to explore what it was that I desired sexually, but even communicate what I desired sexually. So we want to create a space where people feel free enough to communicate and explore the things that they desire sexually. And when it relates to sexual desires, we talk about nothing is off limits as long as the sex is consensual and the person that you are having sex with is of age. That's part of being consensual. And the things that you are doing to somebody, they desire or agree to at least try it one time. And that's one of the things I want us to take away from this podcast is that we are open to try and explore new things. And I'm not even asking you to try and explore things that are like extreme to you. I'm asking you to try and explore the things that you desire to explore, but you keep judging yourself off of a belief system that's not yours, what somebody thinks about it, the thought of what other people might think if they find out. I want you to eliminate all of that. And then you make the decision. Are you going to go Dora the Explorer in relationship to your sexual fantasies and desires? That's taking us back to episode one. And I'm not going any further with that. If you want to know what we talked about on episode one, sexual desires, fetishes, fantasies, go back and listen to that, okay? Then we went to episode two, does size matter? Does size matter? We talked about dicks. That's all we talked about. Dicks, 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 dicks. Okay. It was a great episode. I'm a person that love loves dicks. Now I'm a top. I've never bottomed, but I love dicks. I love them in all shapes, size, forms. I love, as I talked about on episode one, I believe it was that I love to see men nut. Like I love to see that. I love to see how their body responds. And I love to see, you know, how their dick responds when they do it. But we talked about the different sizes of it and does it matter? And we came to the conclusion, yes, it does matter. 
but it doesn't matter the way that we think it, think it matters. Sometimes we are attractive to people that don't want what we have and we're trying to make them want and desire what we have when we just need to embrace who we are fully. As I said, quit trying to figure out a way to get, you only got six inches, quit trying to make yours 10, 15 inches and work with what you have. Maximize what it is that you have. Go back and listen to that that episode if you want a deeper conversation about that. But now that brings us to today's episode. Okay, today's episode. Huh. Y'all see, I got clothes on today, too. I wasn't even really horny when I got on, but I'm starting to get a little horny now. Brings us to today's episode, and we're going to talk about sexual truths. Sexual truths. And some of these sexual truths are going to take us back to the first two episodes, okay? Sexual truths. But before we do that, on the last episode, I believe I talked to you guys about introducing a new segment here on the podcast called Hidden Dimensions, which is great because it ties right into what we're talking about today. On the last episode, we never got to get to the whole hidden dimension aspect of things because it got a little spicy. I got a little excited and I had to release. Okay. I had to release, but today we're going to start, <coughs> excuse me, I'm a little under the weather. Today we're going to start with those hidden dimensions, okay? And hidden dimensions are simply questions that are submitted by each and every one of you. They are very spicy, saucy, hot questions that some people may not be open to answering, but myself and my guest, and when we have guests, are going to answer those questions, okay? So we either answer those questions or we're going to have to do like a truth or dare type of a thing. But I'm answering this, these questions today. There's two questions I'm going to answer to make up for the last time. So the number one submitted question was, would you ever taste your own nut? Now, those who are watching me on OnlyFans, and again, if you're not subscribed, make sure you go over to www.onlyfans.com forward slash MDI after dark. Okay. Go on over there and subscribe and get a hold and enjoy that exclusive content. I'm telling you, you're going to be busting multiple nuts in the ecstasy of the orgasms that you're going to experience is, are going to be fire. Also, if you would like personalized videos. I'm willing to give you personalized videos, but hit over there and help watch me talk you through your nut. All right, here we go. So have I ever tasted my own nut? Uh, hell yeah. Shit. On multiple occasions. I love my own nut. I love the way that it tastes. I love the texture of it. All of that good stuff. I, and if you don't know, I do have a nut fetish as well, too. So, yeah. Hell, yeah. I love tasting my nut. I don't just taste it. I swallow that shit. Ain't no, ain't no spitting here. We swallowing here. So, to answer that question, yes, absolutely. Okay. The next question. Have you ever slept with a family member? Or close friends, partner. Okay, 
So check this out. Let's define slept with, okay? Let's define slept with. I think when you say slept with, you're talking about intercourse, like, you know, we fucked. I've never done that. Now, if you're asking if I have gotten hit and ate somebody out that was a close friend's partner, I have. Yes, I have. I have, I have, I have. All right? So that takes care of that. Those questions were easy. Y'all got to come with something harder for me. That that wasn't that wasn't anything for me to answer. You know what I'm saying? And it, But, you know, I was thinking about this as well, too, with these hidden dimensions. I don't want you guys to be afraid to ask. And even, as you see, I'm not going to reveal your identity unless you want your identity revealed. But if you don't want your identity revealed, it's safe with me. I'm a person that people come to me all the time and tell all of their business to. I Listen... You will never hear anybody else's business from me. Even here on the podcast, I got some juicy shit that I could share on the podcast. You'll never hear me do it. And if you hear me bring up a scenario, I've asked that person permission to bring up a scenario without using their name. That's just how I am. I'm like that. You feel me? Okay. So here we go. Round three. And in round three, we're going to talk about sexual truths. And as I said, it kind of goes, ties into sexual desires, fantasies, all of those things. But what I'm talking about with sexual truths, I'm talking about you being truthful with yourself. Okay. Talking about you being truthful with yourself and what it is that you desire, what it is you like, and even who it is that you want sexually. I went through a phase in my life where I didn't want to be, I felt like I would be like a creepy guy. I don't even know what, where this came from. Like I felt as if people didn't find me attractive. So if I communicated to them that I found them attractive, it would be misinterpreted or they would look at me as the creepy guy. I talk intense, uh, intensively about this. Okay. I, um, you know how you have people that tell you they're attracted to you and you're like, like you're a nice person, but (coughs) I don't like, excuse me. I don't like that. You look at me like that. Like y'all be real. We all have, we talking truth today. We all have those people. And to us, the person may not be fair to look upon or they may not be attractive or it may not be what it is that we desire, but there's somebody out there for them. Okay. Well, in my mind, uh, because of dysmorphia, body dysmorphia, I kind of had put myself in that category. So I went through a, a phase where I wouldn't compliment people that I found attractive. And it wasn't like where I'm like, oh, shit, I want to fuck. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about like where I wouldn't even compliment them like, oh, you look nice. Oh, I like what you did with your hair. That outfit is fire. I love your sneakers, like stuff like that. I wouldn't compliment them like that because I didn't want them to misinterpret what I was saying. Because, so y'all, when you're used to dealing with 
people sometimes that aren't aware of who they are and aren't whole and haven't taken time to work on themselves, then you understand what it's like for your hello to be misinterpreted as your flirting, your smile being misinterpreted as, will you marry me? You understand all that shit. So you start to move differently when you haven't allowed yourself to be healed internally. And I found myself like in this space where I wouldn't compliment people. I wouldn't compliment. And this is, this is straight gay, whatever, uh, complimenting people because I believe when you're really healthy, like when you are healthy yourself, you're not thrown off by a gay man complimenting you. You're not thrown off by that. And you have this healthy understanding that just because a gay man compliments you doesn't mean they want to fuck or want you to fuck them. That's not always the case. Just because I say you're attractive, that doesn't mean I want you. Now, there's a flip side to it. There may be somebody that I find attractive that I do want to fuck. Or there may be somebody that I find attractive that I just might want to watch them fuck or get fucked. Or there may be somebody that I find attractive that I just want to have oral with. A bait session. That's all I want to have with them. When you embrace your sexual truths, then you allow yourself to be honest within yourself about all of those things. You no longer have a fear of it. You no longer lie about it. Because let's be honest. How many times have you been attracted to somebody? The conversation come up about you finding them attractive. And because you... You become so defensive about it that it's almost like you're weird about it. And they're like, what? I ain't even mean it like that. What I want us all to be able to do is just to get to a space where we can communicate that. And we don't have to communicate. It don't mean you just go around. I find you attractive. I want to fuck. I find you attractive. Let's have a bait session. I find you attractive. Can I watch you fuck your girl? Can I watch you fuck your dude? I'm not saying it like that. Excuse me, like that at all. What I'm saying is that you be honest within yourself because what's going on is you are suppressing attractions. You are suppressing feelings. You are suppressing desires. You are suppressing yourself. And anytime we suppress those things, it never ends good. Now, Cliff, you're just telling me just go on out here and just do do whatever it is. I'm not saying an action needs to take place outside of yourself, but an action needs to take place inside of you without judgment. Without judgment. You are still judging yourself for desires that you have. Let me tell you this. There are people that desire to have threesomes that won't have a threesome, not because of anything that they believe morally, but they won't have a threesome because 
somebody else doesn't believe that that is morally sound. Somebody else might judge them. They're worried about the aftermath of it. Hmm. And it's not even just threesomes. Poly relationships, open relationships. Some of you, <laughs> excuse me, some of you desire an open relationship. I've been sick, y'all. Some of you desire an open relationship, but you won't even allow yourself to be open to the openness of a relationship because you're worried about what your family, your friends, and everybody else will think about you. Sexual truths. Sexual truths. Some of you enjoy watching other people have sex, but you are afraid to admit that because of the judgment that's around that. What I hope to create in our OnlyFans with this podcast is where people are just free to express and explore who they are without that self-judgment and without the thought of the judgment of others. That doesn't mean that you make reckless decisions. Absolutely not. Can I be honest with you? Some of the reckless decisions that you make is because of the judgments that you have within yourself. So you begin to move recklessly once all of that has built up. All the stuff you've suppressed for so long now has built up now it's about to explode. So now the only way that it explodes, the only way that you explore it is through reckless behavior. What if you took away the recklessness of it and you just allowed yourself to freely explore what you desire to explore? Now, Cliff, you, you, you. You, you, now, this ain't what this podcast is supposed to be about. You, you trying to get a little serious with it. Because it's a very serious conversation for, for me because some of your identity, your intelligence is locked up because you are judging it. You are judging it. You are judging it. And you got to be honest, as somebody else came to you and told you the desires that they had and those desires were aligned with the desires that you have, you wouldn't judge them the way that you're judging yourself. You would celebrate their liberation or their liberty. You would celebrate their expression of liberty. But you won't give yourself that same grace or that same space. To be. I am a financial identity strategist, OK? So what I do is I work with highly intelligent individuals who are ready to take ownership of their financial story. Okay, ready to take back that ownership or take ownership. When it comes to the sex positivity coach, that's the same thing I do. Isn't it time for you to take ownership of your sex story? You take ownership of it. 
without the influence of anybody else. And then I'm going to tell you, some of you, it's going to require therapy because some of you have been silent about the violations that have been in your life. Some of you have communicated your violations to the wrong people. So because of that, you're still moving as a violated person. And I'm very sensitive about that. But it is time for you to be healed so that you can experience the healthiness of a sexual relationship or relationships or the healthiness of your sex story. So I want you, you need therapy, go get therapy, get the help that you need. You need a coach, reach out. But whatever it is that you need to do, I want you to do it so that you don't feel bound up sexually. You don't feel suppressed sexually. You don't feel guilty sexually. You don't feel all of those ways. And then you're, you are, um, how can I put this? When we get in spaces like that, we throw it on people. Attempting to make them feel bad for the way that we are feeling because we have those unresolved internal issues or those unresolved external issues that we have invited internally. When we begin to do that identity work, it will cause us to release those things that are not us and embrace those things that are us. Release those sexual experiences that are real, that are real, that are real, that are real, but do not define are not a part of the framework of our sexual story. Again, I say, I understand that it's real, that it happened to you. I understand all of that. But I want you to get healed so that you can embrace what healthy sexual encounters look like. To you. Because a healthy sexual encounter looks different than me. But you'll be able to embrace that. But before we can do that, we have to get to the truth of your sexual experiences. Ah, It's tight. I know. And here's the thing. Nobody else has to know the truth of your sexual experiences. Because there's some sexual experiences that you have blocked out. There are some sexual experiences that you run from. There are some sexual experiences that you judge yourself because your body responded in a different way than your mind was responding to. There are some sexual experiences that you feel as if you enjoyed that you should not enjoy, that you keep recreating through other people. You got to get real about that. You have to get real about that, whether you journal about it, whether you find somebody that you trust. Now, here's the thing. Make sure the person that you're trusting is trustworthy, okay, and that you're not just attracted to them. Because sometimes when we're in these spaces, we will gravitate to people that we are attracted to that are not necessarily trustworthy. Fuck the attraction.
You need that trustworthiness to get you to the space where you have these conversations that now cause you to remember. And I know that it's, it's going to it's not going to be easy. <laughs> Excuse me. Sometimes it's going to be painful. It's going to be hurtful. But you got to you have to revisit these spaces to get to your sexual truth. Because what you might find out is some of the things that you have labeled as fetishes and desires are simply you trauma responding. Now, I don't want y'all to go look at all your fantasies and all of your fetishes and be like, Oh my God, I'm trauma responding. No, 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 no. I want you to do it from a healthy space where you allow yourself to have that conversation. And the conversation can start like this because you don't necessarily have to invite somebody outside into it. I do believe that eventually that may be truly beneficial for you, especially if you've had a lot of traumatic experiences around sex, okay? Get you some professional help. But start the conversation with, Cliff, what parts of my sexual story have I blocked out? Well, don't start it with Cliff, because my name is Cliff. That's why I started with Cliff. (coughs) And allow yourself to answer you without judgment. As it comes to you, write it down. Don't judge it. Don't try to pretty it up. Don't try to paint a better picture. You need to see the rawness of it. You need to see what you might define as the ugliness of it because that is the truth of your sexual story. That's the truth of it. That's the truth of it. And the greatest experiences that we can have in any area of our life is when we are experiencing it from a space of truth. I know some of you talk about, man, the best dick I had, the best pussy I had, the best ass I had was from an ex. And I'm not saying it wasn't. But what I am saying is that when you get to the truth of your sexual story, then you invite the present (laughs) to be a part of that best conversation because sometimes the present can't be a part of the best conversation because you're making the present a victim of the past. I know I thought we was going to get on here and get raw and nasty and all that stuff. We, I'm still going to bust a nut though. I, I promise you that you're going to get me busting a nut after this, but I really want you to get to the truth of your story. I want you to get to the truth in every area of your life. But for the sake of this podcast, the truth of your sexual story. And don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. Because can I tell you this? All the truth that you're going to dig up is all connected to the present truth of your sexual story. However, how we respond to those things that are dug up will determine how we operate sexually 
here presently on to the future. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get to these truths, y'all. Let's get to the truths. So you can be present in your sexual experiences. Some of you are not present in your sexual experiences. You're thinking about this person, that person, that experience you had. They better not do this. They better not do that. Because if they do this or they do that, it's going to remind me of that person. When I finish here, I want to I'm a hit homeboy up because this is making me want to be with homeboy. This is making me want to be with homegirl. What am I supposed to do after this? You're not present in that moment. And some of you aren't present because you're judging yourself for being in that moment. Let's take back the ownership of our sexual truth, our sexual story, the truth of our sexual story. Let's take that ownership, okay? Let's take that ownership and let's run with that shit. Not a long podcast today. Not a lot of playing today. Because <laughs> I really want y'all to get to the truth of your sexual story. Because as you get to the truth of your sexual story, you'll be free enough for those threesomes, foursomes, poly relationships, open relationships, uh, voyeurism, foot fetish, feet fetish. Mm, I love some feet, especially if they're pretty. Come fetish. You being a slut, you being a whore, you'll be open to that because you no longer look at that from a space of judgment. And you're not worried about what people think, what people say. Because let me tell you something. The people that are judging you are out here doing freakier shit than you're doing. They're just doing it with people that they've manipulated and have scared into telling on them. So stop worrying about what people think about you and release that inner freak inside of you. Okay? It's just truth, y'all. It's just truth. That's all it is. Okay? Anyway, I want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts on the this uh <coughs> this round, this subject. I want to hear your thoughts. If you need coaching, reach out. Again, if you need therapy, if you reach out to me and I discover you need therapy, I'm going to suggest you go to therapy. Because it's time for you to experience the fullness of life. This is one of the fulfilling areas of your life. Sex is supposed to be fun. Sex is supposed to be enjoyable. But you can't enjoy sex when you're piling all that other shit on top of it. So we're going to get rid of that shit so we can enjoy it. All right. As I always say, create a great day. Walk with purpose. And by all means, embrace your best self and allow yourself to explore the truth of your sexual story. Peace. OnlyFans, hold on, I got something hot for you. Don't forget, if you're not subscribed, make sure you go subscribe to our OnlyFans right now. 
So I know you've heard me talk a lot about working with people in entertainment, and perhaps you don't necessarily work in entertainment. And if you do, you may not need a full overhaul at the moment. However, you may be facing a challenge or working on a project that you could use objective perspective or expertise on. Um, this is why I offer consulting. Here are the areas I can help you in. Branding, marketing, creative strategy, spiritual development, identity strategy, style and image, content strategy, entrepreneurship. I would love to work with you to navigate your challenge or to enhance your project. If you want to book a one-time session or inquire about a short-term consulting relationship, you can do both by visiting YourSupernormal.com. Let's get it.